Welcome to the family with Packmaster Ralph W. Bash from MD. Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen. Co-host Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brandt Bernard. We'll be right back. Kristen Burt will join us next with the family. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Well, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there, in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hey folks, it's Brian Zepp, and spring is finally here. If you're like me, you're seriously ready for some wind therapy. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. Have you ever seen a squawk stairs? Well, look at mine. The people on the street have all seen. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, joined by the lovely and talented Kristen Burt. What do you think of that action? Hello. What a nice introduction. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row of being nice to you. It's really become painful. I know you're getting soft on me, Tom. What's happening? I don't know. I'm getting. You're right. I'm getting soft. I, I don't know what older. the hell happened. Yes, I'm getting older. So therefore, <laughs> I love all people, as you know. Mm-hmm. So, Kristen, <laughs> explain to me why we're trying to figure out why it is Elon Musk tends to lean left. He's not way far left, but he tends to lean left. Why is everybody so upset that he bought Twitter? I well. You know, it's funny. I think that the left thinks he leans right and the right thinks he leans left. So if you're looking at Twitter, which in general probably has more 
liberal voices than conservative voices, especially in the post-Trump era. You are uh, have people who have concerns that he's going to just because he's saying like free speech. So I think people are concerned that there won't be safety measures in place to protect people when they become abusive because he's just like, it's free speech. So I think that that's where some of the concern is coming into play. Uh, you have Trump, obviously, on the right side, who says, I'm not coming back to Twitter, even though I like Elon Musk, because he's trying to promote promote his own social media right, right. platform. I mean, so everyone has their own interests and everyone has their own opinions. Um, and really, Elon Musk, the only thing he's really said so far is like, hey, do you want an edit button? <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. An edit button would be great. It would be fantastic. And uh there's, I mean, even just for basic spelling errors right. or if you just write something grammatically wrong, it is nice, even if you just have that option for, say, five, ten minutes and then it expires. We've all caught our own writing mistakes thinking, oh, I look like an idiot. Do mm-hmm. I delete the tweet or do I, you know, start off, just leave it there? I suppose that makes sense. I just, I, I'm just trying to figure out how... Uh, First of all, there's plenty of people saying horrible things about other people on Twitter right now. What's the difference? Yeah, I mean, it's honestly, I've had plenty of, uh, been on the unfortunate, the victim side of, you know, receiving yeah, a oh, lot sure. of and things like that just from my work. And it's interesting because it, I really feel like it depends on who gets your report. So if I report the tweet or report an account for being abusive toward me, sometimes they're like, oh, my gosh, this was awful, and we've deleted the account or we've suspended yeah. them. And other times they're like, oh, it falls in our guidelines. That's free speech. I'm like, really? Like threatening my life or sexual assault is free speech? They said that it was free speech for you to be threatened with sexual assault or murder. Wow. Yeah. I, I've had that happen what? before. and. It, and it's literally, you do not know sometimes. And sometimes they can just call you like an a-hole, which is fine. Like whatever. I don't expect people to love me, but then that will get the, uh, report or the tweet erased. And I'm like, okay, why does like uh, calling me an a-hole versus like threatening my life? I don't understand like how one, cause one's just a name. You know what I mean? Right. Fine. <laughs> yeah, but even the problem I, mean, I have is I only call you an a-hole once a week. It's not that big a deal. Exactly. You know. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I get emails and things like that, which I've all reported to law enforcement and things like that. But it's it's interesting to see, like, who takes it seriously and, and who doesn't. And Twitter can – if you think Twitter's frustrating, Instagram's probably worse. Instagram lets everything slide. So and, – and the thing is with Instagram is they slide into your DMs. <clears throat> so it's just a private message. It's not something that the public can see. And oh, Twitter, okay. At least it's there for everyone to witness, and you can mm-hmm. be like, "Oh my gosh, look what just happened!" Well, he had um, Elon Musk had issued a statement that he reposted on his site, and he says, "Free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy, and Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated." Said Mr. Musk. I also want to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust, defeating the spam bots, and authenticating all humans. Twitter has tremendous potential. I look forward to working with the company and the community of users to unlock it. That does sound like a threat to democracy. <laughs> yes, there you go. There you have it. You know, here, here's the thing. I mean, honestly, social media is just the worst thing that ever happened to us. We've discussed it here yes. so many times, but 
I really think with yesterday's news, that really just sealed the deal. Of like, holy cow, what have we done to ourselves? Yes. A lot. Of, I mean, I, I'm liking the tweets that I'm seeing where it's like, if, if this is the worst thing that's ever happened to you, Elon Musk buying Twitter, mm-hmm. you need to go outside and play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, <it's> very, <laughs> just go outside and play. <clears throat> You're absolutely right about that. Take a pickleball. Do something with your life. Well, and again, you have the choice to be on Twitter or not be on Twitter. It's, exactly. And it's a free platform, so we have to, you know, take the good with the bad if you're going to use that free platform. Yeah. Wonder what happened with Twitter stock today. It's way up. Uh, should have bought it last week. <laughs> I should have well, bought they're, it. They're going to go private, so. Yeah. What happens? To... What happens with your stock when it goes I private? I don't actually know. Yeah. Well, they have to buy it back. The, do they, buy it do back. they just buy it? You get paid off at the price that I think so. It was yeah. bought at then, no, you, you or would, what it's worth, or the or, or does it get purchased back at the value that has been offered? I think that's what it is. Because yes. they off, they said we're buying all the shares. Yeah. Here's your here's your piece of change. Take yeah. it or leave it. If you hold your shares, you're still going to just get that much. I don't know. I that's a good question. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I but mean, you're not going to have a voice. Because I think he bought it at $54 and some odd cents a 20, share. Yeah, $54.20, yeah. <clears throat> he did indeed, so I But I'm then they diluted the stock to try to get him. They no, poison-pilled uh, it. That was Bill Gates. No, that was Tesla. He shorted Tesla. Oh, he shorted it. I thought, but didn't Bill yeah, Gates? Bill Gates is a pig. I'm he's sorry. He's horrible. He's, he's a, a terrible, terrible human person. being. Yeah, he really is. Well, even his wife hates him, so what does that tell you? Yeah, he's got problems. Ex-wife, I mean. Well, his ex-wife, yeah, he's no ex-wife. Serious yeah, he's, megalomania he's a bad issues. Person. Yeah, well, he's a goofy-looking yeah, little fellow. Is, I was gonna say, Melinda Gates is much done with Bill Gates. Yeah. So, all right. So, is everything else good, Catherine? I, I should mention, you know, getting into your business now. Um, Catherine, I have one Reacher left and one Big Sky left. For the year, that's it. That's all we got. One each. That's it. And then, what we are you wa- going to go and watch next? Well, we watched a movie. The outfit. A movie. <laughs> Outfitters outfit. What was it called? The outfit. Oh, you mean the outlaws? It's not a no, movie. No, no, no. The outfit. Taylor. I think you said it was the outfit. Oh, the outfit. Yeah. The outfit. Oh, that was a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's called the outfit. It's a British movie. <clears throat> and you enjoyed it. It's British. You didn't notice that he had a British accent? Well, he's British, but I don't think it's a British movie. It was about Chicago gangsters. Chicago? Did you guys watch the same movie? Did we watch the same movie? Uh, He moved to Chicago. Yeah, he moved to Chicago. But he was British. (laughs) But I think the movie was made in England. did someone take a nap during the movie? No, I think the movie was made in England. I thought it was. He's an English guy. There's an Irish mob boss involved. He moves to Chicago. Irish. Chicago. Oh, Irish. Mom, get it together. How how dare you think... British. I thought he was Welsh for sure. They all look alike. They look the same. They sound the same. I don't even know what's happening. But yeah, Sorry saw, I brought it up. We saw the outfit. It, we, it was a really good movie. And but we have no idea ending. what it was about. Yes, I do. what it's about or where it took place and if anyone was awake. Did I tell you the show's only eight minutes long today? I watched it. You gotta head to the house. That's all I'm saying. We'll talk after. I will say I was involved at the watching of this next movie, so I can confirm what actually happened. Oh, we Uma? watched Uma, yeah, with what's her face, San- Sandra Oh. Sandra Oh, yeah. Uma. Which it was under an hour and a half, Kristen. So my dad was a an huge hour and fan. Twenty minutes, oh, baby. Huge it was fan. perfect. Yes. 
I mean, I am, that's why I watch TV because I just will binge watch the episodes and if I can only watch two, that's great. And then I move on and come back to it later. But I, I really have stopped because I don't cover, I cover TV versus films anyway. And I, yeah. I don't go to the movies and I barely watch them at, you know, on any of my streaming platforms that I subscribe to. Well, they're too long. Everything's two and a half to three hours now. I don't have three hours to watch your yeah. crappy movie. Yeah, I'm right now. I'm in the middle yeah. of season two, or I guess it's just two episodes out of the flight attendant with Kaylee Cuoco, which is fantastic. Have you seen that yet? I have not. Somebody just told me it sucked. Uh, Michael Bryant said oh. that the first season was good, and then now he's it's not. First, a, I thought it was a movie. Oh, it's good. That's a show. First, I actually was surprised because sophomore, you know, seasons are always a crapshoot, but so far I think it's it's on track. Um, and I just finished the dropout. Oh, I think that's Elizabeth good. Holmes. That is fantastic. Okay. And yeah, that was but probably Tom, one of my favorite shows over the last couple of years. So it was so well done. Tom will hate it. Why would I hate it? He doesn't it? like scammers. Yeah. I don't like what? Scammers. No, I'm not big on scammers. Scammers that is that, true. T- scammers that target old white men. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. That's exactly what it is old, right there. Old rich white men. <laughs> there you have it. Boy, look at the time. Fascinating story. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's funny. In, in the series of the, the dropout, they cover the Clinton um, Health Initiative. The Clinton Foundation put on a conference, which I happened to be at. And they covered it just slightly in, in one of the episodes. And it was funny because I went back to watch the footage because we wound up doing some highlights. And oh, cool. I, I knew I was in the video. So I went and looked. And I'm like, that panel had Elizabeth Holmes and Joshua Kushner because he runs Oscar Health and it was all about disruptors in the healthcare industry. And I thought, oh, wow. <laughs> Two really interesting names along with Bill Clinton. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you have it. But um, what was the other thing? I was going to mention one other thing that we've been watching. We've, we've been very lucky, though, because the outfit was good. The Uma was good. Uma means mother in Korean. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and Sandra Oh um, produced it and starred in it. Yeah, she was very good mm-hmm. in it, actually. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Great actress. She did a good job. No question about it. Yeah. No getting around it. Yeah. Melissa and I watched a movie. Beauty and the Beast or something? Good morning, Vietnam. Oh, my God. Good morning, <laughs> Vietnam. That's a great movie. I had never seen it before. Well, I, I don't think I've movie. ever seen it. Haven't you? I, I think need it would to make watch me miss Robin Williams. Yeah. I know, yeah. I feel like it would be like... Yeah, time. he was uh, 37 in that movie. He was two years older wow. than me. Yeah, I know, we were in uh, Epcot, and Robin Williams was in one, on one of the rides. He's one, on Imagination. Oh, the Figment thing, he yes. Is? Figment, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, he and uh, huh. Eric yeah. Idle. Yep. I don't remember He's that. one of the scientists. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, is he? I know, it's like... Aww. Well, no, 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 no. He's... When you're going through the line, yes. it shows him from. Oh, that's why I didn't remember it. What you call it? Flubber. The Flubber. Yeah. yeah. It's like just a picture of him oh, and because Fl- it's okay. like great scientists and it's like okay. him from Flubber. Yeah. I was gonna say I don't that remember Robin Williams being part of it. Imagination. Oh my gosh, my kids. Oh, boy, we we went to Disney what a month ago and my kids are still singing. It's a great big beautiful tomorrow <laughs> shining at the carousel end of every progress. day. The carousel of progress. They oh, liked it's it. Hilarious. Where did the imagination? What imagine? What did imagination replace? In Tomorrowland. The or was Northwest it in- Airlines. Not Northwest Airlines. No, it was TWA, TWA. wasn't it? I thought it was a Michael wow. Jackson deal. 
No, that was a movie. Which was the one, um, if you had wings, like it was Eastern Airlines and then it became something else. Maybe Delta. Yeah, was it a TWA? Was it? I thought uh, it was, 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 it was Eastern <laughs> Airlines originally and then it was Delta Airlines because Delta oh, is okay. the hub in Orlando. Yeah, because it, okay. yeah, it was about it was about the airline industry and I don't know why they changed it, but Let's they see. did. If you had wings, if you had wings, yep. that one. Yep, <laughs> that one, exactly. I don't remember that. You don't want me to go higher because it gets <laughs> painful. <but. laughs> yeah, that is a good sound right there, ladies and gentlemen. So, Kristen, I got to tell you, um, one of the former owners of your Minnesota Vikings, along with, uh, what the hell was his name again? Your Minnesota Vikings. I own them. You're so invested. That hillbilly from Texas, what the hell was his name again? Owned the Vikings. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, this other guy's name is okay, Reggie Fowler, I think is his name. I have no clue. You ready for this? I want you to guess how many years he's going to get. One of the former part owners of the Minnesota Vikings, a guy named Reggie Fowler, has been found guilty of a scam that he pulled. Okay. Is he going to federal prison? Six hundred million dollars. Holy moly! Mm. He's oh, going he's to federal. Like cupcake. Yeah, so. he's, he's never coming out. Yeah, he's never getting out of that one. There's, no. And he, by the way, he pled guilty. So what they had his ass. Yeah. So he's done. Six hundred million. You Which know what I love about that owner? Reggie Fowler, I think his Reggie name is. Reggie Fowler. Owned part of the Vikings when... What was his scam, I wonder? Uh, a crypto scheme. Crypto scheme, yeah. Uh, There's going to be a lot of those oh, in the future. Oh, there are, Be yes. extremely careful if you buy crypto Six. in the future. And the IRS is onto it. My accountant was like, do you have any crypto? He asked like five times. Like, I do not <laughs> <Yeah>. have <laughs> You have to be really, really careful. I like my money. My accountant is just super cautious. He's like, we have to report it. He's like, don't tell me that you have it later on if you don't have it. He's like, I, the IRS is really aggressive on Oh, right yes, on crypto. Crypto, they're getting re- the, the federal government's getting very aggressive on crypto. Rolls of quarters under your mattress. Yes, there you go. Well, I bought I a very small amount me. several years ago and then forgot the password, so I don't know if it counts. Yeah. Just floating out there on the internet, never of to Bitcoin, be recovered right? again. Yeah. You probably have like two million dollars yeah, now. It's, it's <laughs> gone forever. <laughs> I thought you, you could recover it now. I don't. I don't know the wallet ID. I don't know anything. Oh. It's all gone. You just bought it randomly and then forgot. Yeah. So who gets that money since you forgot it? No one. It's it like just floats around. Huh? Well, it's like dropping. In the it's like dropping a gold bar into the ocean. The well, sea, I suppose, the sea yeah. owns it at that point. That's yeah, pretty much true. <laughs> so what'd you find out about Reggie Fowler? Uh, apparently, he was part of a crypto exchange that had a loss that they covered up somehow. Uh, covering up loss counts as money laundering, apparently. Mm-hmm. Six hundred million dollars with a loss. Uh, he had eight hundred fifty million dollars of credit that he failed to return to a client, so an investor, I think. Oh. Um, I think because there was such a loss that the creditor would have wanted the money back for obvious reasons, but instead he said there was no loss, and kept the money. Oh, and he was also wow. counterfeiting. Oh my. <laughs> It was counterfeiting cryptocurrency. Crypto it just says counterfeit currency. I don't know if it was crypto or otherwise, oh. but I don't know how you counterfeit crypto. He's a pretty great guy, sounds like. You just open up a notepad. Quality person. Really quality person, Kristen. There's no doubt about it. Quality bank fraud, people, bank yeah. fraud, conspiracy, operation of an unlicensed money business, conspiracy to operate an unlicensed money business, and wire fraud. 
Oh, he's going to prison Rivers forever. Rivers are so hot right now. It's so interesting. You know, if you even look at the TV shows, it's like Inventing Anna and The Bad Vegan and Elizabeth Holmes. I mean, it's so interesting how everyone loves a good scam. Indeed, it's true. I just saw a headline pop up. I have not read the story. I don't understand what the hell this is all about. Harvard has pledged $100 million in cash to atone for a role in slavery. When the hell was there slavery at Harvard? I think that, I think it helped build it. Slaves yeah, built. Say, it helped build the structure. Yeah. yeah. But because that happened, like the White House was obviously built by slaves. Oh wait a minute. Was, yeah. Wait a minute. They're pulling a Harvard scam. I thought Harvard admitted they did something wrong, but now read this. Uh, President Lawrence Bacow, I guess it is B A C O W Bacow, announced yesterday that the university is committing $100 million to study oh, its yep. role. $100 so the, million dollars to themselves. To themselves. So that they can look at some books. Harvard is such a scam. Yeah, absolutely. It's just unbelievable that anybody, I, and you you get you graduate from Harvard, you're probably going to get a good job, right? Yep. It's nothing but a scam. Well, it's all thing. nepotism and cronyism. You know, that's the thing, um, especially in New England, just because I grew up here and have a little first-hand knowledge of what that is, there are so many, especially if you go to prep school and you go to a, a name school that people all recognize, there are clubs and networks and oh, yeah. uh, oh, you have yeah. it on your resume. It just opens a door and it's unbelievable. And I, I've had that privilege, honestly, on, on my end. I've seen it because I went to prep school. I went to NYU. I went to a summer camp, too. This is the other thing. I went to a summer camp that is a summer camp that a lot of people know, and it opens doors on my resume if I mention it. And I don't have it on my resume in my summer camp. People that's are crazy. going to these schools for those, not for the knowledge. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's not, why it's they a don't scam. care about it's the They just want to be part of the club that gets you into the other clubs. That's all that matters. Well, absolutely, because it's, it's access to people. And if yep. you talk about the you know inequity of education, it is absolutely there because I do personally know firsthand like how it has benefited me over the years. It is all true. Now, how long did you live in the Twin Cities, by the way, Kristen? Um, two years. Two years. Okay, so you you know the the landscape pretty well. You know all the major mm-hmm. landmarks. Um, the reason I bring it up, the Star Tribune finally got around to making a comment about uh, Elon Musk and Twitter. Star Tribune. Twitter under Elon Musk will be a very scary place. Oh, my God. They're going to start that again? How do people take these people seriously? I know. How Is this the 2021 campaign? Scary. Everything was terrifying and scary, and we're all going to die. Oh, my well, God. Well, I will <laughs> say this, and Kristen, back me up on this if, uh, if you agree. Minnesotans love to be scared. Yes, Have you ever do. noticed that? They're, they're very easily scared. Oh, yeah. Why? Yeah. Look at the weather. Well, look yeah, at the weather. On the weather. No, we're look. constantly worrying about dying of frostbite. Look at the weather. <laughs> it's, it's always about being afraid. Oh, my God. We're going to have this terrible storm. This ter- mm-hmm. We're going to have a thousand feet of snow. That's oh, true. It's, it's that gonna, is true. The lightning is going to be so bad. It's going to ruin yeah. the grid. I mean, on and on. I'm like, cool. Blizzards are fun. Blizzards are fun. Well, because but you can just sit at home when you have a blizzard. A lot of people 
can't. It's because he works for a family business, that's why. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, a lot of people, it really impacts yeah. their life in a major way. Like, three oh, I get three hours how do I get the kid to, to daycare? Yeah. How do I, I got to shovel the driveway before I get the kid to daycare, and we got to get them, and that's going to take an extra half hour, and then we're going to, I have to drive to work, and then on the way home, they, oh, now school's closed two hours earlier, yeah, and, and, they don't have school at all, hear, who's going to take care of my kid? And like, you hear all that, Yeah. and none of that happens, and there's no snow. And well, no there blizzard. is that. That and does that happen. Yeah. Although it happened a lot this year. We had school canceled like five days this year. Really? Because of, because of either cold or snow. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah it was I a lot I this year. I don't, I don't think it happened a single time last year. For school being oh, yeah. closed. They never canceled school when we were in no, I think if you got elementary a, a school. snow day, it was like a big deal. Yeah, they did five. I think yeah, it was oh, yeah. five days this year of either early release or it was completely canceled. So hmm. this morning uh, I woke up at 2.15. I just woke up and couldn't get back to sleep. So I got up and did a little walking indoors because it was 28 degrees. Yeah. Sun will be um, out at 4 p.m. <laughs> and then I, uh, I uh, got in the car at 4 o'clock in the morning. And by the way, you'll love this. You remember Highway 100, don't you, Kristen? I do, yes. Okay. I'm going down Highway 100 at 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, well, actually, I'm getting on to Highway 100 at 4 o'clock in the morning. There's one other car on the road, and he would not let me in. He had three lanes to move over to the left, and he would not do it, and he would not speed up or slow down. He just made sure that I couldn't get on the highway without slamming on my brakes. That is such a weird passive aggressive. It's amazing. But it that's a Minnesota thing, isn't it? That's very Minnesota. Well, I see that, I think, everywhere. You oh, see do you? It in, in Los Angeles, yeah. too. I let people in because I know the stress. In California, if you can't get off the exit, you have to go like another two miles and then it's like a detour and trying yes. to get back. Yep. It's a nightmare. So I'm always trying to let people in because I know no, the stress of like trying to miss an exit. Okay, so I got to this, this studio. I sat down in a chair at 4.15. I went on the air about uh, an hour and 45 minutes later, and I opened up with a Bo Hopkins' line from the movie The Wild Bunch. I said, global warming, why don't you kiss my sister's black cat's ass? <laughs> it's 28, global warming my it's ass. It's not called global warming anymore. Oh, it's not. It's, oh, climate, it's climate change. change. Climate, climate change. change. So in other words, when it, since it's not 28 anymore, it's now, what, 35? 34, so that was climate change? They can't really agree on how the climate is changing and where. exactly right. I have to sneeze. Okay. Plus, Good for you. <coughs> Damn it. I, I don't know. Congratulations. <laughs> Where's your cough button? Um, we, don't ha- we used to have them. We used to yeah, have what them. happened to them? They don't, they're shitty. That's what. <laughs> cough buttons don't work. No, I don't know what the hell it is. I'm allergic. Just, to I them. need a mask for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Why don't you settle down? <laughs> no. so, you big we had, we've so all had COVID. Your cough button we've in all. Florida. Although I will say, how yeah. it's just constantly broken. Maybe it's the cough buttons need to be replaced. That's how no. they all always were. Oh. Yeah, you're the only one in this room that hasn't had COVID. Although, mm. I was getting my hair done last week, and the gal that was doing my hair said that she had a friend that was had all the covid symptoms she was horribly sick it turned into bronchitis all this stuff and i was like this sounds just like my mom and she said she tested seven times negative for covid but her doctor was like some people just don't test positive go and get your antibodies tested i did you got your antibodies tested it was still negative i was like so maybe but yeah you haven't had them Mm -mm. well how how far after a couple of weeks yeah it's supposed to be like 
a month, around a month afterwards, you're supposed to get your antibodies tested. I don't know. Or you may have had it and didn't know it. I was tested five times. Yeah. Can we get away from the COVID discussion? I know. (laughs) Beat that horse. Well, it's it's a real thing, again, in the uh, long-term care facilities yeah it's going through my dad's building Mm -hmm. and of course they're all freaking out and and people are going through um tv production sets like a lot i i went and worked on set on saturday and on monday and i got tested four times just to be able to go oh my god but the interesting thing is like i got i also got my nails done on thursday and the gal that did my nails her stepdad i think it was works he's a doctor and he was like She's like, all he did was COVID for two years. And she's like, and now there's nobody in the COVID unit. So now he's working with, I guess there's a really bad flu going around. Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't, was well, it rather dying on the sets? See, I said, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, just because people have it. Well, yeah. The problem is that if it just goes through the cast, because people are getting sick, they are symptomatic, not asymptomatic. Um, but that it wipes out enough that they lose a day of production, which is extremely expensive. That could happen yeah. with the flu. That could happen with a cold. That yeah. could happen with a thousand things. I mean, Absolutely. COVID's the not. Flu too, I don't think they. I think you know the unions have taken a stance on the flu too. They don't want people getting that either. Well, I'd it, much rather know. get COVID than the flu. Oh yeah. The COVID I, was not that big. I don't of a deal. know. It depends on how what, what level of COVID you got. It just depends. Yeah. Because I've had people that have had such mild cases. And I've had people who have been hospitalized and the sickest they've ever been. Well, you could say the same thing about the flu, though. The flu kills tons of people. I totally don't disagree with that. But I I wouldn't say I want one over the other. I don't want either. How about that? Well, yeah, yeah, I mean. Having had both, I'll take take COVID. Having had both, I'll take the COVID. Oof. Oof, man. I've had me. I I don't get the flu and nor have I had COVID. I've only had the flu once in my life and I was like a teenager. I I had the flu like... I had oh when Sage was a baby, so I had a baby and a two-year-old, mm-hmm. and I had the flu, and then two weeks later I got mastitis. Oh. It was horrible. Oh. <laughs> it was a That's rough, rough month. month. Yeah, really bad month. I know. You got to tell Kristen the story about you telling Sage thank you. Oh jeez, this is Dad's Ralph favorite love story. This one too. I it is love pretty this cute. Story. It is very cute. So wonderful. Sage was playing with something. He's three years old. He's three years old. He was playing with something and he was like whacking this thing against the wall. It was like a soft ball thing, whacking it against the wall. And he's like, can I hit you with this? And I was like, no, you can't hit me with that. And then he tapped it against the wall really gently. And he said, can I do this to you with it? By the way, I need to put one thing in here. That Sage has been going back and forth to Florida, what, three times this year? Yeah. Okay, that's an important part of this. Yeah. He's he's been on more plane rides than any child his age, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I'm pretty sure, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's like, can I do this to you? And he hit the wall really gently. And I was like, sure, if you really want to, I was folding laundry and he was playing with this thing. And so he tapped my leg gently with the ball thing. And I said, thank you. Thank you for being so gentle. And he said, thank you for flying Delta airlines. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? Thank you for flying Delta airlines. Is he a frequent flyer member now? I just love that story so much. We know you have other choices. Places. Where did oh, that come goodness. up? I don't. Yeah, I know. But it's like, yeah, he. Fl- we flew Sun Country to. Oh, thank you for flying Sun Country. To Country. Yeah, we flew Sun Country to Orlando because dealing with the little airport with kids is a lot easier. Yeah, that oh, airport God, is yes. nice. So oh, having God, going yes. through that terminal is nicer with small children because they don't 
want to be in a stroller or anything in an airport anymore. And yeah. so they run around. And I'm like, it's nice when you're just like and right to the gate. that's a long walk to those gates. Oh, my and gosh. And then like the moving. Long, yeah. I know. And yeah. they're always like, is there a moving sidewalk? I'm like, not in this one. And that's intentional. Yeah. Yeah, that's very, very But, true. yeah, they love, I guess, Sage is a mm-hmm. Delta. Oh, I did something Delta similar Christian. to Melissa last time we flew. Uh, we had Ethan with us. Yeah, because we went to Florida a couple mm-hmm. months yeah. ago. And uh, we were on the plane, and uh, we were talking to Ethan to get him to, you know, stay calm because he likes to be talked to. Yeah. And I couldn't think of anything to say, so I said, Ethan, are you prepared for cross-check and all call? <laughs> and then on the PA, flight attendants, please prepare for cross-check and all call. And Melissa says, have you flown before? Because I said oh, yeah, it, like, literally two seconds before You're like, it. I know exactly it when it's going to happen. Every time, yep. at the exact same time. I don't even know what it means. I don't know what cross-check. Fawn actually asked me last time we were landing. She's like, what's cross-check and all call? I'm like, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, we've heard it a thousand times. Cross-check, they're checking the doors, I think. They're yeah, checking the doors checking... to be, uh, to be uh, yeah. armed. And then... Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know what all call is, is though. It, it, Let's all, see. All present. All cross-check. Nobody's vanished during the flight. Yeah, cross-check apparently just means everyone verifies the other's tasks. So okay. it's like if one flight attendant is in charge yeah. of making Shut the door. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That kind <laughs> well, of stuff. Lock and all the door. call. Let's see. Yeah, cross-check. I was like, figured what that's what that was. It means report to your station. Oh, via all, all call. Like they okay. sit in the little fold-down chairs yeah, you go and buckle your little up. chair and then you call in and you say, yeah. All right, leader standing by. We got to take a break. Be right back with Kristen Burt. I have a dance question for Kristen. Oh, I love it. I also have to read you a story about a guy who's pissed off at Merriam-Webster because of their definition of gender identity. Sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. He threatened to bomb the place. Actually, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. All right. We'll argue after the break. It says here in the contest. (laughs) I'm sure the headline does say that. Okay, we'll be back. (laughs) Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit saberheating.com. Tom here for Continuum Weight and Well-Being. Continuum is here, it's new, and they're doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. There are no pills or surgeries. They specialize in customizing meal plans for you using all whole, nutritious foods. They don't just focus on weight loss. They are upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation and find out more today. Go to their website, continuumweightwellbeing.com, or call or text them at 952 952- Four nine one six five two seven. That's Continuum. C O N T I N U U M. 
ContinuumWeightWellbeing.com. I've learned so much from them, and I know you will too. Continuum Weight and Wellbeing, life beyond weight loss mode. back ladies and gentlemen and a uh, a quick story about Kristen's neighbor in california he's somewhere in california so he i would consider him to be your neighbor you your people I mean? at least one of your kin who is it a california man's accused of sending repeated death threats to miriam webster because he was upset with their definitions on gender identity mm-hmm. authorities say 34 year old jeremy hansen of rossmore made the threats anonymously through the company's contact us page online and its comments section uh, reports CNN. An example, there is no such thing as gender identity, he allegedly wrote in regard to the definition of female. The imbecile who wrote this entry should be hunted down and shot. Oh, in another, uh, he allegedly wrote that it would be poetic justice to have someone storm your offices and shoot up the place. The dictionary has been tweaking its definitions on gender in recent years to be more inclusive, notes USA Today. For example, they added they as a non-binary singular pronoun. Authorities say they tracked the online threats to a computer at Hanson's home. His mother describes her son as autistic and says he has a fixation with gender identity issues, per the Times. Authorities said he sent similar threats to entity... Oh, this is the sad part. He sent similar threats to entities including the American Civil Liberties Union... Hasbro. Oh, Hasbro. Why would you threat Hasbro? What? Because they have boy, girl, and boy and girl toys. Oh, they do? Yes, you can't have that anymore. Well, yeah, Land like of have... Lakes? Why Land of Lakes? What the hell did I'm Land sure of Lakes they have... the co-op do? Yeah, like the butter. That's a woman. I... Land of... But she's not on there anymore. Oh, yeah, they took her off. They no, took yeah, her she's off. No, she's... Oh, she took... They took her off. I was... They I wasn't sure got rid of they... the Indian and kept yeah, the land. Yeah, they got rid of the... <laughs> See? <laughs> Oh, there no. you have it. Ooh. Too uh, soon. Andy, too soon. Am I right? Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Yeah. Uh, American Civil Liberties Union, Hasbro, Land Lakes, and Amnesty International often accusing them of Marxist behavior. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So mm-hmm. a young man, uh, his mom says he's autistic, so I don't know what the hell the deal oh, poor is. Poor kid. Uh, I know, but guy, Hasbro, man. Hasbro and Land Lakes. What the hell does a jar, of, a, a stick well, Hasbro, of butter like, do? Is like Candyland and Chutes and Ladders Hasbro? I don't know. Or is that Mattel? Is that Mattel? I don't, I don't know. know. I have no idea. But like Candyland has, you're like either a boy, or you're either, there's a Caucasian boy, a black boy, a Caucasian girl, and a black girl. In what? As, um, no, Shoots and Ladders, sorry. Shoots and Ladders, that's like what your little moving piece is. You choose yeah, between Candyland, those four things. they're little gingerbread people. Yeah, in Candyland, they're different colored gingerbread people. Have, oh, you say they have red ones too? In Candyland? <laughs> he said there's ginger. I, I never, mind. never <laughs> mind. Gingerbread people. Oh, gingerbread. Yeah. Oh, I see. But there are male and female characters on the board in Candyland. Oh, there are? Yep. Well, there you go. There's like King Candy. There's Miss Fudge, the guy, licorice guys, like a yeah. Zorro oh, yeah. looking dude. <clears throat> right. Well, I remember um, Aaron's family had the life size Candyland. What? I don't remember that. No, and I'm Who shocked. Did? Yeah, they had uh, what? like the room-sized Candyland. They made their own. Uh, Who did tiles and everything? Uh, Terry and Lori. Really? Yeah, I don't remember that either. I want that. I was pretty young. I mean, I guess I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't remember it because you were probably yeah, I don't remember six. That at all. I guess. I don't remember that, and I'm sad because that sounds magical. Well, they might still have it, to be honest. 
I don't know. I think Lori kind of gets rid of a lot of stuff. She's like, I got four kids. I can't keep everything. That's true. Maybe. I don't I know. I wouldn't even, uh, wouldn't even try. I get rid of everything, so good luck to my children having anything from their youth. Okay, two things I got to run by Catherine. Oh, God. This one says, good morning, Catherine. Listening to the morning show, uh, per u- as per usual, Tom was talking SM again. And the reason he left. Psychomasochism? I was going to say, uh, social media. Oh, Oh, social media, okay. (laughs) I thought of it. It says, I'm a horrible typer on my phone, especially my new phone, so I decided not to email him. Let's get him back on. Catherine then tweeted, you got your wish. And then Lori, uh, Lori Kitty 52 I was so excited. I like the, the tagline here. I was so excited this morning like a child, LOL, and then a follow back. Thank you. By the way, my husband will call me or text me from work on occasion and say, did you hear what Tom just said? Are you sure he isn't your dad? <laughs> That's very sweet. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to have you back or on or great great to be back, I guess is a better way to there put it. There you go. Oh, Alex, you had a dance question for Kristen? I sure do. Oh, here we go. So, What is your favorite ballet slipper? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> no, okay. So, Crucial. Yeah, very important information for everybody to know. Um, so I was, a, I was a competitive dancer, but I started competition in seventh grade. I did just like regular one day a week tap and jazz for an hour before that. But so Fawn, my daughter, who is going to be six at the end of May, has been doing recreational dance for two years. And last night she got invited to audition for their competition team at her dance studio. And she's like elated. She wants to do it so badly. But I just don't know. Yeah, she's so young. And like the idea of like putting on makeup and like. You know, performing for a score like at that age, I, I don't know because I don't have experience with competition dance at this age. But I know that you like work with a lot of like you know young dancers and people that have been in it since they were young children. So, what's your what's your take on little kids and competition dance? Usually the little kids absolutely love it because it's costumes, it's dance, they oh, yeah. take class all weekend, but it's like being a hockey parent mm-hmm. that you are away on weekends. It's a huge investment financially. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, very it's a huge investment of your time. So you, I think you just have to decide and, and, and what does that, you know, what does your studio do for, especially for the little ones? Are they competing every weekend or are they doing two throughout the whole season? And I think that's probably where yeah. you start asking questions. They have, two. yeah, I sent the woman that owns the studio an email because it was like if you have any questions let us know and um so i asked a couple questions but i know i've talked to one of the moms that has a daughter in fawn's class has two older daughters and they're in competition but i know that they have like a mini or it's called comp light and i think they only do classes two days a week like they do a ballet jazz class and then an acro class i think and they only do one competition and i'm like that i think i could get on board with i think that's doable and little kids should not be competing because there are some studios that send these little itty bitty ones out to competitions more than twice a month which should not be happening because their bodies not good for their bodies and i think that people don't understand is that these kids are cranking their turnout and their extensions so early that they we're seeing hip replacements for Absolutely. Young adults in their early 20s. Oh, yeah. When I went to, oh, yeah. when I went to um, performance arts high school, there were some 
girls that had been in dance since they were itty bitty itty bitty and their parents their mom it was two girls specifically their mom always had them like stretching and doing all the things and yeah her hip would pop out of place uh, frequently like it happened like a couple times a year she had to go to the hospital and get it like shoved back in there bar, exactly and it was like because oh, well. she had been doing it at such a young yeah. age that her body she was just like a gumby person well yeah the ligaments know, don't really yeah. snap back is the thing so yeah. if you overstretched those, them they're yeah. kind of messed well, up and, yeah those Cirque du Soleil my friend who's a professional dancer, he's 26, and he's already two hip surgeries in out of five. So he's got another three left. It's that's crazy. not okay. I know. No, I'm just like, that's Why ridiculous. are they making these people do things like that? That's not good for them. You know, it's weird. If you go back and look at even, like, a, a clip of a ballet company from even, say, the 1970s, you will see that ballerinas only did about 90 or a little bit higher, like 90 degrees or higher for their extension. Mm-hmm. They're now expected to do over 180 degrees. Yeah. yeah and, that's um, awful. That's contortionism. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Weird thing. So. Well, I mean, and dance has even changed so much since I was in it. Like now acro is like something that you have to do. Like you have to be able to do certain, like an aerial flips, and all yeah. these flips and all these like weird bendy things. And I'm like, we didn't have to do any well, of that. Well, that's how everything is. I mean, look at professional sports 60 years ago compared yeah. to what it is now. Yeah. Professional sports back then, the guys looked relatively normal. Yeah. And now it's like Another. you have to be 6'6", weigh 400 mm-hmm. pounds. Yeah. yeah, you're snapping people's necks out there on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Everything has just gone to the extreme because people demand more, and they have to. Yeah, it has to be better than it was last year, no mm-hmm. matter what it is. Yeah, and even though as parents, you try to divorce yourself from the child doing it for you, the child is going to a certain extent be doing these things for you the child to is please you. you. Well, and that's the thing with me. I'm like, you. I have never, like. Well. tried to pressure her into dance. I'm like, I don't want to be like, I had to dance. You have to do dance. But it's the only thing she's ever really shown any interest in. Mm. And I never, I didn't but. really talk to her much about dance because I was like, I don't want to influence her in this way. And then she got the invitation because not everybody in her class got this invitation to audition. And so I was like, she was like, what is it? And I was like, the your dance studio is acknowledging that you're working really hard. And... Go paying good attention in class and they think that you would be good for competition maybe but we'll have to talk about it and she's just like can i do it can i do it can i do it I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, you she know, sees the older girls doing it too so and you can also always stop yeah no yes i know but, well and dan it's funny because this morning he was like we can talk about it more later but he's like you know i don't want to do the spending like five days a week driving her back and forth to dance and doing all these competitions and it takes over your life because she's he's like you did it and i did it and i just don't want to do that and i was like i wanted to say that was like the greatest part of my life like as a child like that during that age when i was in competition dance because i was like i loved being there and so i was like because my dance studio was you just did uh it was much more low-key than a lot of them yes it was you did a day of ballet and jazz and then a day of tap so you were only required to be at the dance studio two days a week but then you could be on different teams you could do solos trios duets as many as you wanted and so i was there like six days a week and i'd be there for like five hours some days because oh, yeah, it's like you, you could add as many basically non-stop because i was just like this is where i like to be and this is where i want to be and so for him to say like oh i don't want to do that because it takes over your life and i'm like because i wanted it to and i'm glad that i did because i didn't go to lots of parties 
because I was like, well, That's I got dance. As a teen, if it keeps you distracted. Exactly. Yeah. And like, and then when I did go to parties, I didn't drink until I was 21. And because I was like, I got dance in the morning. I can't be drinking. Like I've got, cause it, that was my priority because I loved it so much that I was just like being at this party and drinking but, with you people does not interest me. I was the same way. I was like, I can't drink. I got to grind to level 59. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Take hours of my time. And I was not like a naturally good dancer. You know how some people just like, they just take to it and they're like, oh, I'm naturally really flexible and blah, blah, blah. I was not naturally flexible at Sorry, all. Sorry, it's my gene pool. Yeah. And so I had to work really, really hard and I became, I'm not trying to be like big headed or anything, but I think I became the best dancer in my studio because I worked really, really hard at it. And having that like acknowledgement meant a huge deal to me. And I was constantly in the basement working on dances and all this stuff, but it was like, not obsessive it just brought me so much joy that that's what i wanted to do so also consider sage wanting to be in hockey at the same time he cannot be in hockey that's why you have <laughs> well, two parents well, but yeah. he can be in baseball but, but, but he can that's, do but that's, but that's only what he wants yeah what if that's he wants no, to be because, because <laughs> no no hockey and football are my two like no kids neither of my kids football can play. is a hard no. no hockey i don't know no you can yeah, get so many horrible injuries in hockey no do they? children's yes. hockey though but if he goes into, you know, if it progresses. My, my, my point is pointing out the time commitment to a second child. Yeah. And oh, yeah. You no. have, and when you have a strong uh, time commitment to two children in diverse things. Now, if he goes into dance, then it's not a problem. You're doing the same thing. Yeah. But if he's doing one thing, he's doing the other. You now oh, split no, I know. your family two ways. Yes. No, I absolutely agree. Imagine and if and I had wanted to do stuff as a kid. You. you would have had more uh, time. Yeah. I forced you to do stuff. Yes, you did. And then it didn't work <laughs> yeah, out. Exactly. Yes, you did. I know, yeah, I got We're all the time in the world. Yeah. I got all the time in the world because <laughs> Andy just wanted to sit at home and play video games. So I, I, for me, it was like, do as much as you want because yeah, go. he's not and going anywhere. But yeah. And that works out. My favorite is always yes. the brothers that get forced to go to the dance recitals. That's my favorite. Oh, oh yeah, we have. We went to dance recitals all the time. I only had one recital a year and that's the only thing that mom made you go to was my yeah. one dance recital well, well like i had 10 like four dance recitals in total i had oh my god Add up the i had four dance recitals each year but you only ever had to go you remember to your dad at dance competitions with the no. schedule oh my with god. the schedule oh god don't schedule. you never can they're not on time they're not on time why do you, you have a schedule yeah. if you don't follow yeah. a schedule you can't trust I'm like, the dance competition schedule because that they're dealing cool. with a thousand preschoolers yeah but i follow a log every day you gotta be on time it's a lot of hurry up and wait well because the scheduling it's like they can't they don't think of like oh this they don't no. know who's in each dance so it's like for me there'd be a lot of i was in so many freaking dances so it would be i'd be in you know two three small group dances during the small group section and I was in three of ten of the whole small group section, so I'd have to dance, have a number to change, and do my hair, change my makeup, change my costume, run back to the stage, blah, 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 blah. But then I would never be in any production pieces, so during the production piece, I'd have two hours to just sit around, yeah. because that's just yeah. how they do it. And why, and, why are, and why are costumes and makeup such an important part of it? Why don't they just put them all in the same costume, put them in tutus or whatever, something that's Because it's a generic. whole thing. Oh, costume, dance costumes are huge. Well, the, my, point, my point is, why is that an important part of this? Why, if it's movement and, and, and that sort of thing, why, what, why is the hair and makeup and costumes important? Because it that adds could be eliminated to the whole... As to what? 
It adds to the whole. Well, it's like it's like if you went to a yeah, Broadway play and everyone right. was wearing a beige they, no, suit. These, these, are, these, are, these are children. These are children. These are children enjoying themselves. No, it is fun though. That's like part of the reason Fawn wants to do it. Is she's like, I want to wear like the because the competition kids get the yeah. really fancy costumes. What, what did she and wear? They get to, what did she wear in her hair the other day? Too? Um, okay. She's in I, kindergarten. She does it herself. She does her hair by herself every single day. And yesterday she put a bun in her hair and had. That I could be off on the count, but she had, I want to say, three scrunchies, four bracelets, two <laughs> necklaces, and a butterfly clip. So even in I know that's hair. too much. In, in her, her hair. hair. But she, that was so just great. like, because originally she, she had a pair of pants around her head. <laughs> like oh, the yeah. waistband was around like her hairline. And then she tied the pant, the legs into a bun on top of her head. And I was like, Fawn, I don't think you can wear pants on your head to school. And she was like, why not? Because I let her wear, I let her wear a lot of weird stuff to school. Like nightgowns. Like, because I'm just like, she loves getting, putting on these outlandish outfits. And everybody's like, why are you always so fancy? And she says, it's my nature. <laughs> it's my nature to be fancy. And she just loves doing this. And so I'm like, yeah, you wear uh, the weirdest stuff to school. Like in preschool, one of her her teacher's assistant came up to uh, me and she said, does Fawn dress herself for school? And I wanted to be like, no, no I, I do. I make her wear an Elsa dress with like two different leg warmers and three yeah. headbands. My child That's, will not dress like a peasant. Yeah, I put it together. And I couldn't dress you in elementary school either. Yeah. So yeah, she had the pants originally and I was like I don't think you can wear pants on your head to school I'm sorry and then she went into her room and then came out with that and yeah. I was like alright have fun that was great <laughs> yeah. was that more or less than the kind of stuff that you had to put in your hair for dance oh my gosh some of those hairstyles I remember sometimes after you come home from dance and glue glitter you'd be stuff. taking crap out of your hair for like 45 Bobby solid pins. I remember we danced to Scream by Michael Jackson <laughs> and that hairstyle we had to have like 50 tiny buns mm-hmm. that we like twisted and then we pinned it and then we had like a little bit of hair sticking out of the ends and you had to gel it so it spiked out and it was all over our whole heads and then you know you have two numbers to comb all of that out oh. and get it in a tight bun no it was horrible <laughs> but also amazing that is gonna do it ladies and gentlemen Kristen, magnificent i think thank you so much <laughs> you know what i'm saying In any case, we will talk to you next week, and we will talk to the listeners tomorrow with the family.